On today's show, Mavs fans are down. They're down bad right now. They're down hard. Certain Mavs fans, this may be the downest they've ever been. Why? Why is that? Wow, that's a bold statement. Downest they've ever been. Coming up next, let's talk about it. We'll break down exactly why Mavs fans have been down so hard, and we'll give you a couple reasons for optimism if you're one of those fans. Talk about that on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavs Podcast. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every single day. Remember, Locked On Mavs is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where you can watch us right now. We're getting our way to 9,000 subscribers. This episode is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that helps you save money by helping you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't want or need. They can even help you negotiate better deals for those you want to keep. And all and joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor, writer at Mavs.com, the down bad boy, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Oh, well, I'm, I'm not too down right now, but especially... Because we get to hear the man. Oh, I'm excited. The myth, the legend. Oh, I'm excited. Dirk Nowitzki. I'm so pumped. I'm excited. Reasons for optimism. Number one, Dirk Nowitzki on the broadcast for Mavs versus the Minnesota Timberwolves. He's going to be on Valley Sports with uh, Mark Fowler. If you watch the game over the weekend, you saw that Mark Fowler was solo. He did this. He did the solo game in Minnesota because Harp was out. And so now we got Dirk joining, which is uh, I'm pretty excited for because Dirk is Dirk is incredible on the mic. If you haven't heard his, some of his great lines, Shut it down. Oh, Let's go Dirk on the mic, always <laughs> good stuff. I I do have questions though. I, I'm very uh, curious <laughs> because you know, like like Mark had uh, you know Nico on you know the other day, but yeah. it was for, for like a qu- for a quarter, a quarter, but even not even like a full quarter. Dirk there a whole game is this I mean how's he gonna be is he just gonna be chill is he gonna talk a lot I I'm excited for it if the Mavs are losing by like 20 or something what's Dirk gonna be like he has to start telling stories oh see I'm almost so this time I gave uh I gave KG this uh (laughs) this 40 burger and um And the mavsicism in me just raised like significantly. I'm ready for them to lose so that Dirk can, Dirk can give us all those stories. Uh, yeah. So Dirk is going to be joining the broadcast. That's something to be excited about. We'll get into the um, – let's get into all the, the players are going to be out. KP, as of right now, is listed as questionable. It is right toe soreness. As of yesterday, we knew it was, it was right foot. It was something in the right foot, and that's the reason why he missed half of the first Minnesota Timberwolves game. It's now right toe soreness. He is questionable. No clue. <laughs> no no clue whether he's going to play by the time you're listening, watching this. You may know better than us. Luca is out still with the ankle soreness. They're still wanting to keep him out for some more games. Uh, Reggie Bullock, Josh Green, and now Maxi Kleba are all out via health and safety protocols. So all three of those guys are out. Um, um, we're assuming that at least two of those guys have tested positive because the Mavericks have signed two guys now um, for the... Um, they've signed two guys for the you know the hardship rule, the new rule that the NBA came into 
um, existence yesterday, basically. We talked about Theo Pinson yesterday, and the new guy, Marquise Chris, is going to be joining. We'll talk about him in a second. Willie Colley Stein is out for personal reasons. Amarui is also out for a right foot injury. So those are all the guys that are out against the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's not as bad as some other teams, which is kind of insane. But what are the maps getting in Marquise Chris, Isaac? I mean, they're getting a guy that has bad blood with Luka Doncic. <laughs> First thing I think everyone thought of is just Luka and him going back and forth. And uh, Marquise, Chris, and Luka, not necessarily on good terms. But hey, frenemies, it works sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it's been a joke. I, I think uh, I think Luka and them would be perfectly fine. He's probably going to throw him some lobs if uh, Marquise is playing You know, when Luka comes back. But I mean, he's a big body. I mean, yeah. this is at this point, you know, teams are just filling in holes wherever they can. I mean, how many tweet notifications did you get of just random guys left and right going up? I mean, I thought I was about to see your name start suiting up <laughs> for somebody you know, soon, but now he's just a big body. I mean, we'll see how much he plays, especially with Maxi out. I mean, Maxi, Willie, you know, Boban hasn't really been playing a lot, but a guy, I mean, he's going to, he can play above the rim and we'll just, We'll go from there on uh I'm not reading too much into it. You know, I think that's even the thing with like Theo Pinson. You know, we talked about him on yesterday's pod. You know, some fans are like, oh, you know, wanna get why do, <laughs> when we start criticizing like the call up things of why are we going up Theo Pinson? It's like, all right, guys, oh come on. Like <laughs> it's a guy who I mean, I mean he might play, you know, some. He probably will play a little bit, but you're not signing somebody right now to play 30 minutes in a playoff series. That's right. where we're at. Yeah. So so Marquise Chris is going to come in and maybe fill the role of 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 Maxi. I think he's going to play. He can defend the rim a little bit. He's definitely a good rim runner. So there's going to I think yeah. I think I saw Nikias uh, tweet out. Someone's going to tweet or put it in an article or say in a podcast a couple weeks from now that, well, Mar- Marquise Chris is second in the NBA in points per possessions on uh, rolls to the rim because he is a really Let's good go. rim roller. And so that's something that is probably going to happen with him. But uh, he is six nine, so he's a little undersized as a center, but he's uh, he's coming to the Mavericks, and hopefully he'll bring a little bit off the bench. But the Mavericks have a bunch of centers already. Uh, although it's, it, it's kind of like ironic a little bit because I was just talking to somebody about the draft the other day, and we we're just talking about the Mavs' history of the draft. But we were also talking about teams that constantly tank, teams that constantly have multiple swings in the top ten, and how it never guarantees anything. And we were talking about the Suns. I'm like, dude, remember that stretch for the Suns? And it was like. Marquise Chris and Dragon Bender and like, you know, all these guys. And now uh, Chris is a Maverick. So never talk bad about players until they're out of the league. Yeah. <laughs> and here we are with Marquise Chris. So there we go. That's what the Mavericks are, are getting. I, I'm not sure if these guys are able to play this game against the against Minnesota. I doubt it, but we'll see if both Pinson and, and Marquise Chris will be there. They'll probably be there and suited up and all that kind of stuff. But We'll see what happens with those guys, the state of those guys, where they've been and all that. Um, Okay, let's get into our topic today because I think it's interesting, and I tweeted this out today, and this this whole conversation sort of stems from this this tweet that I sent out where I was just thinking this morning, man, I've read so many tweets and Reddit posts and Facebook comments and just YouTube comments. If you guys are in the YouTube comments, leave a comment, like, and subscribe, all that good stuff. And I said, judging by everything I've read from Mavs fans on internet places, and those already <laughs> trend negatively. This is the you lowest conspiracy com- theories. <laughs> this, is a- <laughs> this is the lowest confidence level I've ever seen in the Dallas Mavericks since I started covering the team. Just from 
people on the internet commenting, talking about the Mavericks, talking about Mark Cuban, about the front office, about coaching, about Luca, about the Christoph Porzingis, about just everything. It seems like the confidence level in fans is so low right now that the Mavs could sign a guy like Theo Pinson, where we did videos about him yesterday, and just half the comments are, well, the Mavs signed him, so he's he's probably trash, right? He's probably going to be terrible, just like the rest of the signings. And some Mavs fans are really down right now. You may not be one of those fans. You may not be. But I think a lot of a lot of fans are. And a lot of fans are just, I think they're just tired, Isaac. I think they are just sick and tired of, of some of the losing. They're sick and tired of the roster moves not working out. They're tired of the same roster over and over again. I think they're tired from a lot of things. Oh gosh, I, I'm trying to think of the direction to go. To go, Here, I'll, I'll keep. I'll keep going. To, no, I was waiting for you to give me a question. I was like, I, man, there's so many different routes. I, I love, I love just dropping bombs on Isaac Laps sometimes. <laughs> just like that that bomb the Mavs dropped in Dwight Powell's lap under the basket the other day when he got blocked by like three Timberwolves. If you if you guys saw that play the other night, yeah, I remember that. I think Mavs fans are tired from a lot of reasons, and and I'm gonna name a couple of them, and I think some of them are valid. Some of them are definitely very valid. While my Mavs fans are just really down bad right now. And then I was going to talk about why uh, this, where, the, where this ranks as far as how, how, how badly do Mavericks fans feel right now compared to in history. But I think fans are tired. It's, it's been a couple of years here, just weird stuff, just weird stuff in the NBA in general, in the Mavericks play in uh, drama in the front office, drama and coaching staff, drama and uh, the ownership, all kinds of stuff. I think they're tired because of, uh, Mark Cuban can sometimes be a tiring owner, right? He comments about, well, Twitter's not a real place. And so then all of a sudden fans get upset. Well, then he says, well, the roster's got considerably better than the Mavericks are worse coming out of this gate and the Mavs can't make threes. And so fans take that quote and, and, and they're like, what are you talking about? This roster didn't get considerably better. Uh, his rant about blaming the ball for the three-point shooting, just things like that. I think Mavs fans are, are tired of that. They are tired from the former front office. There's a whole bunch of reasons for that that we'll get into. By former. Former front office, right. I think it's the yeah. former front office of they kept putting all the chips in the middle of the table for, for Dwight Howard, for LeBron, for Melo, for Darren Williams, Mike Conley, Hassan Whiteside, DeAndre Jordan, right? And they just kept coming up short. And the guys they would come up short for were like Wes Matthews or Reggie Bullock or Sterling Brown or Josh Richardson in a trade, right? Like they just kept coming up with these guys and the new additions that they would bring in, Mavs had seemingly haven't taken a step forward in a couple of years now. And I think fans are tired of that. I think fans are tired from the Rick Carlisle saga from his exit. I mean, it was messy and it was uh, frustrating at the end, Luca and Carlisle and Bob Volgaris and all that kind of stuff. And then I think Luca's antics, I think Luca complaining to the refs. I think Luca coming into the, coming into the season out of shape. I think fans can tolerate that to an extent, but I think if the Mavericks are winning, it can be tolerated. But if they're not, and the Mavericks aren't playing well when Luka's on the court, it just becomes one more thing that adds to this plate of frustration for Mavs fans. Uh, coming up, I'm going to keep going. There's a couple other things, and then Isaac's going to talk about where this ranks as far as Mavs fans in, in, in history. How bad is it for Mavs fans right now? We'll talk about that, and then we'll give some reasons for optimism coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Truebill. Truebill is an app that will help you. Absolutely. It will help you to find the subscriptions that you have right now that you don't want or you forgot about or that you don't need. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill because companies make subscriptions hard. Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts. Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you do not have to. I have these all the time. Subscriptions I don't realize that I have. 
Got true bill, boom, taking them away. Our the concierge is there for you to cancel even the hard to cancel ones. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at truebill.com slash lockdownNBA. Go right now, truebill.com slash lockdownNBA. It could save you thousands of year a year. Truebill.com slash lockdownNBA. Also, I want to tell you about betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to put down some money on sports. You better not be putting some money down on the Chicago Bears right now because, man, that is a it's br- it's brutal for him right now. Uh, Seahawks versus Rams. The Rams are a seven point favorite on a Tuesday game in the NFL. Really, really weird. The NFL playing on Tuesday. Uh, the Eagles are a six and a half point favorite at home against the Washington Football Team. The, both those games on Tuesday. You can go bet on those. Uh, December twenty third. A couple of games. I think that's a what's that? A Saturday? No, a Thursday night. Forty nine ers four point favorite over the Tennessee Titans. Then Christmas Day. There's a Christmas Day game in the NFL. Colts against the Cardinals. That's actually a really good game. Colts are a one-point underdog against the Cardinals right now. Interesting. Go put some money on it. Use the promo code LOCKEDON. Get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, Isaac Harris. I've been talking a lot, but there's a couple more things I want to go into about why it feels so frustrating for Mavs fans right now. And if some of you are listening like, man, why do people keep talking about this? This is where... Mavs fans have been frustrated. They're frustrated with the draft record. The, you know, twenty the twenty twenty draft has not been great for the Mavericks, considering all the players that they could have gotten, the players that came right after Josh Green, the players that you know Tyler Bay and Tyrell Terry that are no longer with the Mavericks. Um, you can go back and pass drafts the players the Mavericks missed on. We talked about that recently. I think you can even go back to the Nerlens Noel saga, <laughs> that whole situation where the Mavericks bring in a player, you get excited for it, and then all of a sudden the wind is taken out of your sails. And then Kristaps Porzingis, in a similar way, you trade for that guy, it's the you know the big step forward the Mavericks finally needed, and it is sometimes, but then sometimes he can't play, and then sometimes he doesn't show up. And it's just it's just over and over again trading Harrison Barnes for basically nothing, putting all the chips in the middle of the table for free agency, which is what that move was. Uh, again, the Richardson trade. For, for Seth Curry, that one was an L. There's just a couple of L's just over and over again, which is why the front office and the coaching staff has changed and all that. Um, and I think Mavs fans are are tired that their starting center is still Dwight Powell, right? It's just like over and over again. I think he's sort of the representation of fans just getting frustrated with, can we not just take a step forward, right? Can we not just take a step forward with this roster, with the center, with these moves? And so I think all those things combined is reasons why Mavs fans feel so frustrated, maybe more so, and I've lost faith in the Mavericks more so than I've ever seen since I started covering this team like six or seven years ago. You probably have more followers now. I do. On, on I have way media. more. I had I had none when I started, and now I have. Like, and we have a YouTube channel in which True. we're seeing we're seeing more comments now. So that might play in, into the the most negative part. You there. Um. No. So for me, it's. It's like, am I thrilled right now with where the team is at? No. But am I miserable? No. Because I think misery is so relative to like where we're at. And if it's like if we can try to zoom out. You're and not say, in the business of misery, Isaac? What? No, 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 no. <laughs> well, some people love to live. Uh, some people love to live in that misery. And I, it's like, hey, you can live in that misery if you want. If you want to wake up and live in that, that is your choice. I just look at different things just over the past handful of years. We're not even going throughout like history. I look at things that of like actually like low, low moments of like, man, that was like 
holy crap, what is going on? Like, I don't <laughs> even know what the next step is. Like, I remember 2018 lottery night. We just finished rookie season with Dennis. And it's like, all right, Dennis was fun. He dunked a lot. Cool highlights. <laughs> What's our, you know, we want Luca. Can we get that top? And we land at five in the lottery. And it's like, woof. Like, <laughs> we're going to get, you know, it's like, we're still going to, we're still getting hyped up. It's like Wendell Carter, Mo Bamba, Jaron Jackson Jr. Do you swing for that? It's like, when well, there's no way we're going to get Luca at five. So on that lottery night, it's like, dang, are we just going to have another swing in? And we could have had, I mean, what if we didn't make the trade? Then it's like, we're moving forward with Wendell Carter, Wendell Jr., Carter Jr., Dennis. And it's like, then you're on the track of the Sacramento Kings. Then you're on the track of a Minnesota Timberwolves team that were playing tonight that has made the playoffs one time since 2003. And that one time was in 2000, what, 17, 18, in which Jimmy they Butler. Yeah, and they got beaten five games to you know, with the Rockets. And it's like you look at like what's it like to be a Timberwolf fan like right now? Like what I mean, you're excited about Cat, but it's like, oh, I guess is he gonna leave at some point? Yeah. You know, the Kings world, like we could go through different fan bases and be like, man, that's miserable. Because what gets you excited as a fan? You're excited when your team wins the title. Possibilities. Well, sh- shocking here. There's only one team that wins the title. So if you like to live in misery, you can be you can be miserable every single year. And your odds, if you like to live in it, your odds are pretty high that you're going to get to stay in misery if you don't win the title because only one fan base gets to win the title. And I guarantee we could probably find some Bucks fans that uh, were still trying to live in some misery when they won the title. <laughs> like, oh, and now Giannis could leave or something like that. But there are. So when you look at like 2018 at lottery night, you look at like 2016, 17, Dirk's getting really old. There's no like at that point, there's no. Like young, we, we didn't even have Dennis at that point. Dennis came in 2017 draft. Harrison Barnes and aging Dirk. Yeah, and it's like, what is the next like Dirk? When you you see this aging Dirk, and it's like hard watching, you know, this older Dirk that you're still excited, nostalgia still holding you on there. But it's like, where what's the what's the next page of the franchise? Like, I I can understand that. Of like, hey, what's next in that? I understand even going back to like a Rondo type trade. Like that was so embarrassing. Like when that flamed out Oof, in the playoffs, there so embarrassing. You're like, oh my gosh, this is so dumb. It's so stupid. Like I'm just talking about actually basketball stuff. That as a fan, I remember being like, man, like this sucks. Like it's so. I'm just not there right now. I don't know if it's just like the stage of life I'm in. I'm just like trying to be like really optimistic about anything that's going on. But it's like, I'm just not there because I do look at it and I know people hate when they say, like, oh, at least we have Luca. It's just, I look at other franchises across the league and it's like, franchises. I've never that, had a Luca. Yes, never. that's never had a Luca. They don't have a, like the Kings. Like, who's their franchise star? Or they haven't, you know, tasted the playoffs in a while. Now, that doesn't eliminate. The frustrations, like I get frustrated. Nick can tell you, I he gets texts from me how frustrated I am sometimes with how this <laughs> roster is. I think some uh, some of those reasons that you threw out there are very very valid. I think you want to bring up the draft record for the Mavs. I, that's valid. Okay, there's no way around that. You want to bring up Bob Valgaris and how Cuban empowered him and the aftermath of that and how we have to watch his. You know, him, him hate tweet, you know, hate watching the Mavs and taking these little jabs. Like we just have to accept that. And that can be a little frustrating too. Like you want to look at the new ball excuse that Cubans bringing out and stuff. Like, I mean, he's talking about it from a league standpoint, but I get how some people are like, okay, is it, is he trying to make an excuse for just the Mavs too? But yes. it's the whole league, <laughs> it's the whole league too. but there's a, there's a lot of other reasons why people are miserable right now that I just don't agree with. And it's like, 
I, I just, I don't want, I'm not miserable right now. I'm frustrated. I think there's one thing to be frustrated with Mark Cuban over the years. If you want to have different opinion on how Mark handles business or things he says, like that's part of being a fan. The thing I'm holding out on right now is this current front office because they yes. looked at over the off season, they made changes. We're 29 games in. And some people are like already calling for Nico's head. And some people are like, already. I mean, like, I understand the front, like the questions about Jason Kidd coming into this job. I get all of that. We talked about all of that, you know, when, when he got hired. But it's like, I still want to give that a little bit more time. Like, can we see, like, especially the Nico stuff? Like, we're 29, 30 games in, and it's like, oh my gosh, we don't, we're not making improvements. We don't care about Luca, all this different stuff. Like, let's see. Like, if we do nothing before the deadline, I will be shocked. I'll be a little frustrated because yeah. I'm like, man, like, I don't know, like all of that. If we're sitting here next summer and we didn't make any addition before the trade deadline, we get bounced in the first round. And it's like, okay, they seen have they didn't even try, you know, they didn't do anything around the deadline thing. Okay, let's talk about the Nico stuff. Let's talk about front office stuff. But I'm I'm just not ready for the front office, like, hey, let's jump on that right now, just 20 game, 29 games in. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of the reasons for optimism you just mentioned in there, and I think we have a couple more. So, all this to say, the frustrations are valid, right? There, there's, there's some things that definitely. Some. It, it's, it's, right. it, I'm not, what, I'm not. We're not here to validate frustrations no, right. either. Some fans want to do the thing. You want to stay in negativity. You're gonna stay in it like that. We can't change that. But yeah. for me. I'm not sitting here miserable right now as a Mavs fan. As for me in my house, we will be optimistic about the Mavs. (laughs) We will praise them. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I just wanted to lay out all the reasons why it just seems like it's so bad right now, right? Why does it seem like all these things, it just is one thing after another, and it's just become, it's just starting to weigh on Mavs fans. The missed threes, the, you know, all the, all the, the drama and the sagas. And we didn't even mention like the, you know, the sexual harassment story that came out and the Mavericks yeah. having to... That's the lowest, lowest moment. That's why I made a point to say on it's, the basketball court, That's that was the lowest moment right, right. there. I mean, that's and that stuff is completely in a different realm, but it adds it adds to all this for, for fans. And so I think for you guys listening, I think if you're th- saying, why am I so frustrated? I just feel like everything that comes out of the Mavs, I'm just upset about. This is, this is probably the reasons because all these things add up. Coming up, let's talk about some reasons for optimism. We like to be a little optimistic on Lockdown Mavs. And so we're going to give you a couple of reasons why you should be optimistic and why uh, it can get better. <laughs> it can get better for the Dallas Mavericks. They will not finish the season. Uh, what are they? They're like six or seven games under 500 over the last 15 or so. Uh, they will not finish that way. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, you listen to this podcast for a little bit of optimism, but also the power of knowledge. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone. That you can listen to all the latest episodes of Lockdown Mavs. I'm sure you can watch all those episodes too uh, on YouTube. The power of three unlimited day lines for 30 bucks a month per line so every family can harness all the brain power too. And the power of one of America's largest 5G networks so you can do it at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that knowledge you'll gain, just how powerful Powerful will you become? Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save. Boost Mobile. Free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers coverage not available everywhere or for all phones and networks. See BoostMobile.com for details. All right, Isaac Harris. Let's get into the rest of this show. We got a lot to get into because... 
We got some reasons for optimism. We, we talked about all the reasons why it seems so frustrating. Mavs fans are down bad more than ever, but let's go a couple of reasons why Mavs fans should be optimistic. And I'm going to start right here. Luka's missed eight games, and he's going to miss nine now with, with this Minnesota game. And the Mavericks are probably going to be two and seven. Let's say they lose this Minnesota game, right? The Mavericks are probably going to be two and seven in those games. This Mavs team is not built to withstand Luka being out at all. At all. This team is not built for Luka, Luka to be out. They're not. They're also not built for Luka and or Porzingis to be out because of the depth, because of all the reasons we've stated in the past. This Mavs team needs a second and third option on offense to, to really be, be humming. And they need to add somebody else in that range, that second to third option on offense or from the team, talent standpoint, in – for this team to actually be a consistent, you know, contender type, you know, be in the playoffs, feel good about your place in the playoffs type. They need to add somebody like that. They don't have somebody like that right now. And so if they lose Luca for eight games or KP has missed seven and a half games, he might miss this. Um, he might miss this next game against Minnesota as well. You miss those guys. You've basically had 14 games this season out of 29, where at least one of those guys was missing. The Mavericks don't have the roster to sustain something like that right now. And so, yeah, the Mavericks have missed, have lost a lot of those games. And so um, for Luka, he's had this whole time off. He'll have 13 whole days, 13 straight days where he is not playing in NBA games. He's getting healthy. He's getting back in shape, the conditioning. That's one of my reasons for optimism is that Luka is going to come back different and refreshed, and he's going to come back with a vengeance because he's seeing this, the, what you know, what the Mavs are doing right now. He's seeing where they are in the standings. Luka's a competitive guy. He's going to come back different than he was before because he is built different. Isaac built different built different emoji. <sighs> oh, sorry. Not built bar. Um, different. Sorry. Different. No, I mean, I guess that's in a weird way. I've watched these past handful of games and I've been more encouraged than like discouraged. So that's why I've been like kind of thrown off by the misery because Lucas Players been don't out. do moral victories, but I think we do sometimes, <laughs> but like, but Luke has been out. So I, I, it's all about the expectations, right? It's all about the equation of like the results minus expectations equals success. And I think that's the whole thing about this season is we finally have expectations. But what were the expectations? Like, I think that's another reminder, too, of I don't think many people, even Mavs fans, thought the Mavericks would be one or two in the West this year. Like, oh, we we would we should have been with the Warriors and Suns right now at the top of the West. Yeah. I think a lot of people thought they would be in that four to you know six four to seven range somewhere through there and yeah they're a little bit below that but not too many games so it it's just anyway that here's another reason for optimism they're not too far out of it right this maps team no. is like maps team goes on goes on a five game win streak which just seems impossible but when luca comes back it will seem possible that the maps can go on a five game win streak but they do all of a sudden they're 19 and 15 they're right up there with the, they're right up there with the the Grizzlies, right? They'd be in fifth in the West right now if they go on a five game win streak. Let that go on a four game win streak. They would be in fifth right now in the West. Like that is how close it is right now. It is possible for them to just vault up the standings when some of this injury stuff comes around for them. When Luca, basically just when Luca comes back, right? All the rest yes. of the injuries don't matter as much. But when Luca comes back, his team will be better, and the Mavericks will just jump right back up those standings. That's one of the reasons Hopefully, why I'm staying yeah. optimistic. Yeah, exactly. And you have this generational star in Luca. And let's see what trade season holds. Like, let's see what these next few weeks, let's see what this next month holds. I would 
I've said I like I would be shocked if this is the exact same roster come, you know, second week of February. I just think they're going to do something. I think they're going to swing for something. And exact it's like, same in what way? Like they they make some kind of huge move or that No, they... I think there's a bigger move. I I think a bigger move would come. I I I think I think one of Tim KP or Brunson are is not on the team. Come come post deadline. I just I just think so that's why I'm like holding out on it of like <clears throat> let's see if we have the exact same roster the day after the trade deadline are we having a different pod maybe because then it's like all right really like we've seen you know because we're you know towards the end of you know December now that's another what six more weeks of basketball of winter and, <laughs> of winter of seeing what this looks like and if they didn't swing for anything it's like why are we not swinging for something now like we we kind of know what this looks like so that that would be my only thing but 30 games in i'm not ready you know for the pitchforks and everything reason for optimism you were just kind of alluding to it New front office. A lot of those moves I mentioned that Mavs fans were frustrated by, you know, the Richardson trade, the, um, you know, the Noel saga, the like all kinds of things, the, the Harrison Barnes trade for nothing. Like, new front office. Nico Harrison is in charge of, of basketball operations now. He is in charge of those moves. He, he has got new guys around him. This is a new front office, and we've already seen them see the Josh Richardson thing, see that it didn't work out at all and move on from him real quick and get Moses yeah. Brown for him and, 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 and not really and a player, a trade player exception. And, and a player exception. So they didn't lose too much from it. They moved on from it. They decided, all right, we already know that this isn't working. Let's move on. And they brought in Reggie Bullock. They brought in Sterling Brown. Now those guys have been not good. And I, that's one of the reasons why Mavs fans are frustrating right now, frustrated right now, but they try, they try, they try to bring in those guys. And I think that this front office will try and make a move like Isaac said. So, you have to give them a little bit of, or I'm, I'm going to give them a little bit of, of, of time to figure it out. Not just one off season where they are just brought in um, to say, okay, well, this is, you know, change the whole roster right now, even though you just got brought in. Yeah. Another reason for optimism, improved defense. The, this Mavericks defense, this Mavericks team is a little bit better on defense this season. They are 4.2 points per hundred possessions better on defense this season so far than they were last year, all of last season. And one of those things is Porzingis. Porzingis has been better on defense. And I think that is a reason for optimism, that if he can be better on defense, the Mavericks can start putting some things together. Then they get healthy. Then all of a sudden, take that defense with Luka leading the offense. And all of a sudden, you have something where this team can go in and win a playoff series and make the playoffs this year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I think even when you look at it from that angle of like, hey, the roster is some guys like Porzingis looks better. Jalen Brunson looks better this year. Like you can find these optimistic points about the roster from just a, Hey, continuity standpoint. But you can also look at it and point out if you wanted to put your GM hat on of like potential roster moves, there are a couple pieces that are playing better on the roster. That's like, okay, well now do we have a little bit more right now than what we did at the end of last season that we could piece together some things to make a bigger trade or something like that. I think that's another reason for optimism too. And I also want to point out too that I know there there are also people listening to this podcast saying I I'm not miserable right now like I I'm like what yeah. like we see you too like I mean I had lunch with a guy today who saw the first you know b basket in Mavs history in reunion and it was like we were talking about just how exciting it's to be a Mavs fan Luca and all this stuff like a guy texted me the other night and playing it's like man Mavs are playing good right now excited it's fun like there are fans out there that are having a blast right now. And it's like, Hey, this is fun. It's not just, I think we do get wrapped up into where we choose to 
be on social media on and have fun with it. Like to all the different things that Mark Cuban said about mass Twitter and social media. The one thing that he did say for sure that I agree hundred percent on is it is toxic. It, it can be toxic. A lot of, a lot of any social media platform can be toxic. So if you want, I think the moral of the story is if you want to live in misery, you can stay in misery if you want, but uh, you can also be frustrated and not be miserable. And that's where I'm at. Yeah, true. Yeah. You can do both things, right? I think you can, you can walk and chew gum like that. Uh, but, but it, I mean, it's not just Twitter. It's like it's every I'm on. Well, that's why I said social media. I was saying, like, it's just I mean, if we want to throw Reddit. I mean, the negativity is just all is on is on all social platforms right now for the Mavs. And this is why we decided to talk about this. Why does it feel like this? Why are some fans being so vocal about how frustrating it is? Why are there fans saying, oh, Luca's going to leave? Right. It's like all these reasons have just added up for Mavs fans. And so there we are. Those are the reasons for optimism. Luca leaves miserable. And then I'm going to look back at that moment and be like, dude. This sucks. Luca just left. You know what I wish we were doing right now? I wish we were covering a Luca team that he had been out for like seven games. <laughs> and remember we were like talking about how that was miserable. Oh, that don't do this I'm gonna now. Be, I'm going to be wishing for don't this moment it right now. now. Don't jinx like, it now. Remember when we were freaking out about Reggie oh Bullock God. missing three pointers <laughs> and now Luca's wearing like a Lakers jersey and like that's misery. That's misery right there. That's misery. <laughs> he went there. Remember when Jason Kidd was the coach? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's reasons for optimism. Is that Those what Bucks, Bucks fans are doing? <laughs> oh, man. There you go. Guys, we will be back covering the Timberwolves game. No matter who's playing, <laughs> we will have a post game for you. Thanks for watching. Podium game. Thanks for watching. Listen to Logdown Maps. Oh. Oh.